We're back. Episode 18 of the Open Conversation podcast. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. Um, it was all around not feeling good enough, kind of where that came from, that that belief, and how to kind of navigate moving forward and navigate your relationships. I received a fair few messages from people saying they loved it and uh, it was really insightful and was like perfect timing for them. So thank you for those messages. Today and this week's episode is all around self-love and insecurities in a relationship. Again, I'm certain that 99% of us can relate to this topic. So, taking it back a little, my own kind of uh, journey through kind of insecurities and and becoming more secure in myself and uh, my past relationships so about when was it five years or so ago uh, I went through my second breakup I've only so I'm in like my third relationship I've only had two relationships previous and both of those previous relationships (coughs) sorry both of those previous relationships uh I started to notice a pattern when my second relationship broke down. And that was, I was constantly feeling insecure in my previous relationships. And because of that, those insecurities and those patterns created a very specific result in those relationships. So, for example, my insecurities would manifest themselves in uh, really kind of like manipulative ways. So, for instance, if my girlfriend at the time was uh, friends with a lad, I would try and uh, manipulate her in some way by saying something along the lines of... um, you know he doesn't really want to be your friend. Like you know what he really wants. Um, you know all of this kind of uh, manipulative like messaging that I was trying to basically condition her to believe. Um, I, I remember once uh, one of my girlfriends posted like a um, a selfie that was showing some cleavage you know not loads and as soon as I saw that selfie it instantly like I could feel my blood boiling it was like a surge of like anger like how the fuck can you do this to me like she posted an innocent selfie and my first thought was how can she do this to me The next one was, you know, I'm clearly not good enough. She's obviously looking for attention from other people. You know, why am I not good enough? You know, and then all of this kind of um, self-hatred started to creep in. And it it, it was so consuming and so overwhelming that, and at this point, I'd... I hadn't done any work on myself, I hadn't had any therapy, any coaching, I hadn't looked into any of this kind of stuff. Um, So, in my mind, the only 
um, rational explanation I had was, I'm clearly not good enough. Therefore, she's seeking attention from other people. And then because of that, my mind spiralled and I was like, right, I'm going to see who's liked it. Straight away, I'd click on the likes, search who liked it. Then I'd click on the people that had liked it to, to look at their profile and see if she'd liked any of their selfies. And if I had seen that she'd liked any of their selfies, fucking hell, my mind would just... Uh, I would go on this really, really negative downward spiral of... Well, they're, they're clearly talking like, you know, now I've got to try and find out what's going on. And, you know, all of this from one innocent selfie. And it was draining. It was absolutely draining. Like to, to live like you're constantly like, you know, looking around every single corner for uh, like potential rejection and potential... Uh, like quote unquote, quote unquote proof that I'm not good enough. It was debilitating. It consumed so much of my life, and th the only way of um, like dealing with this that I knew was to make my insecurities and the way I felt about me her problem. And I'd done this in. I definitely done it in the start of my first relationship. We were together for um, six years, and over that time period, obviously you, you get more comfortable with someone, and, and things did start to uh, shift a little. I, I started to get a little bit more secure in myself, um, but I, I still had a lot of insecurities. And then when I went into my second relationship, you know those insecurities followed me, and that they still manifested um, in slightly different ways, but that they still manifested in unhealthy ways. And when, when that second relationship broke down about five or six years ago, I remember, <clears throat> I remember making a, a promise to myself. And I, so long story short, I ended up, um, investing in like a weekend long workshop all around um kind of confidence and it it was like a personal development workshop but centered around entrepreneurship and business because i was a personal trainer at the time um and after the first day of that workshop i went back to my hotel room and i just laid in bed and this was after um, that breakup. I laid in bed and I just laid there and I felt so lonely. I was uh, up in the north of the country. I actually lived down south. I travelled up there on my own. At this point, I was living in my gym. I literally felt like I had nothing to offer anyone. I was... Uh, I was just... I felt like I was a complete down and out. And all, all of these emotions were like coming up to the surface while I was laying in this bed on my own. And I pulled out my journal and I really thought about my previous relationships. And I, I recognised the pattern. The pattern was, I never felt good enough. 
And what that created was, uh, I wouldn't say toxic relationships. One of them certainly was, but my first one wasn't. It, it created a lot of struggles and challenges in those relationships. And because of that, I never actually felt safe in those relationships. I didn't feel safe in those relationships because I didn't feel safe and secure in who I was. I was constantly looking for them to uh, make me feel better about myself. You know, I, I, I wanted to be... I wanted to feel confident and I wanted to feel good enough, but I didn't know how to give that to myself. So I would always look for it outside of myself. And that's a dangerous game when we play that. Because ultimately, someone can take that away from you. And as soon as, you know, something happens in your relationship, maybe they cheat or the relationship breaks down, what are you left with? you're still left with that feeling of not being good enough. So I, I made a promise to myself that I was never, ever going to allow anyone to make me not feel good enough again. Now, it wasn't until a few years later that I actually realised that not feeling good enough had nothing to do with anyone else. No, no one can make me feel not good enough I already felt that way. And I, I've spoke about this in uh, last week's podcast episode. So what I started to realise was the way I felt about myself and my own insecurities were my responsibility. It was now time for me to take ownership of the way I felt about myself. Because not taking ownership of the way I felt about myself has got me in this very position. So when I made that promise to myself, originally I thought it was never allowing someone to make me feel that way. But along the journey and in the process... I began to realise that I'd always felt this way. It had nothing to do with my, my previous partners. Now, this is when I started investing in coaching. I listened to all the podcasts, read all the books, and, and really started to work on the parts of myself that you know, felt more fragile and vulnerable and, you know, I was afraid that people would find out about and, you know, all these insecurities that I had, I really started to take responsibility because what I didn't want was to get into another relationship and bring all these unhealed wounds into the next relationship and cause another relationship to break down. Because at the end of the day, if we're not working on ourselves, and unfortunately this is what most people do, they go through a breakup, don't reflect on that relationship at all. Nine times out of ten will blame the other person. 
And then straight away, as soon, as soon as someone else starts giving them attention, they'll hop straight into a new relationship. And instantly, they get that dopamine hit of, ah, oh, I feel so much better now. You know, my life's really starting to get better. When in actual fact, it isn't. The new relationship is now just a new distraction. A, a distraction from you actually doing the real work. Now, what I'm not saying is, you have to stay single until you feel secure in yourself. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is getting into another relationship without doing any work on yourself is just going to recreate the exact same relationship dynamics that your previous relationship had. Why? Because you've not changed. You're bringing... You and everything else that comes with you, all your insecurities, all your pain, all your wounds, into that new relationship. You're still not going to be able to communicate how you really feel. You're still not going to um, communicate what it is you actually want and what you need. And you're still going to allow people to either treat you like shit or you're going to treat people like shit because... You don't actually know how to really connect with someone. And part of you doesn't believe that you're worthy of having an amazing relationship. So you're just going to push this person away. Now, the real work starts the moment you decide to actually start taking responsibility for the way that you feel. Because it's no one else's problem and no one else's responsibility. Now, that's a harsh truth. Now, the paradox to that is, once you actually start working on yourself and start giving yourself exactly what it is that you've always needed, you know, that love, that validation, you know, that, that nurturing, the universe will bring someone into your life that will mirror the way that you feel about yourself. Now, the irony is, if you feel shit about yourself, the universe will also bring someone into your life that will mirror the, the proof, quote-unquote, of the fact that, you know, you, are, you aren't good enough. That they, they, they will prove to you, quote-unquote, that you aren't good enough. But when you actually start working on yourself and start... To feel more secure in yourself, really start to um, show yourself compassion and love and really uh, start being there for yourself. You will attract someone that actually values that. You know, someone that is also doing the work on themselves. Someone that is also taking responsibility. Someone that is also self-aware. And together... That's when you get the opportunity to really start healing together. Because you create an environment <clears throat> where when you're in a relationship and, you know, you get triggered or uh, something that your partner does brings up these insecurities. You'll actually have the, the space and the safety to be able to communicate that. For instance, if I felt um, 
a little more secure in myself and a little more confident and was able to communicate in, in my previous relationships. You know, for instance, when my um, previous girlfriend posted that selfie, what I would have done was, you know, saw the selfie, allowed whatever feelings to come up to, to just be there. And then later on, you know, when we connected again, I, I would have said to her, hey, I, I, I felt um, insecure when I, I saw that selfie. You know, I, I felt insecure because, you know, I, you looked amazing. And it, it really made me uh, doubt that I, I was good enough for you. Now, um, imagine the, the response and the result that kind of com communication would have got. Instead of me saying, well, uh, why did you post that? You know, why have you done that to me? And I saw that you like this person's selfie and, and created this like huge argument. Like, can you see how much more um, disconnecting <coughs> the, the latter is? Because really what we actually want is to be seen. You know, we want our emotions and our feelings to be validated. We want our partner to say, I, I absolutely understand why you would feel like that. I, I completely get it. That's that really, that's all we want. We want someone, someone to be there for us. But because of our insecurities and because we don't feel good enough and our, our lack of self-worth, we, we project that onto our partner and make it their problem. It's their fault that I feel like this. It's, it's their fault that I don't feel good enough. When that, that's not the case. And one of the questions I asked myself was, what kind of partner do I want to be? Do I want to be the kind of partner that doesn't reflect, isn't able to communicate, tries to control my partner because I feel insecure? Or do I want to be the kind of partner that is able to communicate? is able to talk about how I really feel, is able to talk about my struggles, and is able to actually allow my partner to experience the kind of life that she wants to experience instead of trying to control her experience of life so that I feel better about myself. Because at the end of the day, I know exactly what kind of partner I want. And, you know, at the time, I, I knew that until I actually start becoming the kind of partner that I want, then I'm never going to attract the kind of partner that I actually truly want. I'm just going to constantly recreate more of the same. So, one of the most important questions to ask yourself in any, in any relationship, but especially an intimate relationship, 
is what kind of partner do I want to be? And then work on all the parts of you that are getting in the way of you being that kind of partner. Not from a, well, I, I, you know, I'm not good enough, so I need to do this work on myself to be good enough. It's not about that. It's, it's not about coming at it from that energy. It's about coming at it from, well, if I actually start to meet my own needs and really start to be compassionate and loving towards myself, then I'm setting myself up to be able to actually create the kind of relationship that I truly desire. And that is a completely different energy when you come from that space. You will attract very, very different people. See, I remember once I had this client and she used to say to me that her partner would, like when they were out with friends, her partner would try and embarrass her and make fun of her in front of like their friends. And she, she used to hate this, but she never used to say anything because she didn't want him to feel bad. Now, this is obviously codependency, but it's also a lot to do with her own self-worth. You know, part of her actually believed that she was lucky to be in this relationship with him. Because part of her didn't even believe that she was worthy of being with anyone. So, you know, she would weigh up the, the good and the bad and, and she'd be like, you know, well we have this life together and we have this home and we have this business together and, you know, X, Y, and Z. So, you know, it, it could be worse. Like, imagine coming at it from, yes, I, I have, you know, this um, nice external life, but what's really going on inside me isn't making me happy. I, I don't feel safe. I, I don't feel loved. I don't feel respected. And unfortunately, a lot of people end up staying in these kind of relationships because being with someone and accepting like breadcrumbs and, and scraps of things that resemble love is actually better than being on their own and that's sad because what they're actually saying is I don't want to be with me and imagine who you're going to who you're going to attract with those beliefs and that energy as opposed to someone that feels secure in themselves, knows their worth and is ready to actually stand up and voice what it is they want and need from a partner and in a relationship. So what I want you to do right now is really just reflect on how you currently feel in your relationship or if you're single, how you currently feel about yourself right now. 
because if you're in a relationship where you're accepting scraps and behaviours that you wouldn't want your child to accept in a relationship, then you've got some work to do. And if you're single and you don't feel good enough and you know that you have a lot of insecurities, instead of trying to find new people to message and, you know, posting selfies and, you know, trying to get validation that way or just going out partying and trying to distract yourself, instead of doing all that and just hoping that you're going to get into another relationship, again... You have work to do. The irony is, when you get into a relationship, that's actually when the real work begins. Because as you know, when you're in a relationship, that's when all your triggers and all your unhealed wounds will be brought to the surface. But if you're already working on yourself before you get into a relationship, you will feel confident enough to actually start to communicate how you really feel instead of projecting the way that you feel onto your partner, making it their problem and then trying to control them. Because that kind of life and that kind of existence is draining. So right now, just reflect on how you feel. Do you feel secure and confident in who you are? Or not? <laughs>